Hi guys, Joe Wolverton here, Teacher of Liberty. Wanted to come to you today to talk to you a little bit more uh, about my take on the COVID-19 crisis. Now, some of you have emailed me, messaged me, and said that you think that I think that the COVID-19 is a hoax. I don't think it's a hoax. I think there's a real plague. What I do think is that the government is using fear, fraud, and deceit to take away our liberties using COVID-19 as an excuse. Now, my unfortunate position is that I'm aware of other plagues throughout history. There have been many, and many men, good men, have written uh, about these plagues and government responses and popular, meaning the response of the people to these plagues, and I've read them. And that puts me in a position of knowing how governments in history have used actual diseases as an excuse to take liberty from the people, pretending that the taking of that liberty is necessary to guarantee the safety of the people, and that's rubbish, all right? So, but again, that sort of knowledge is only available to people who bother to study history. I'm going to talk about two such things very quickly, and as usual, I will put notes down in the show notes of the video where all of you can go and read these things for yourself. I don't expect you to take my word for it. It's like, uh, where's my man? My man right here, little Jimmy. His personal motto was, the truth is not always in the mouth of the teacher. I 100% stand behind that. I want you to go and look for yourself, right? So, Here's a couple of things. First, Daniel Defoe. Daniel Defoe wrote a, an essay, a little booklet, uh, about a plague that happened in London, the last time that the bubonic plague was in London. Uh, he calls it a journal of the plague year. Now, I want to read to you a couple of quotes from Daniel Defoe. Many of you will know that name as the author of fiction books. But I want to read you a couple of quotes from Daniel Defoe's Journal of the Plague Year and see if this sounds familiar to you. And then I'll also read you a quote from Algernon Sidney, who in his book Court Maxims that I doubt anyone who's watching this video has read and few and maybe no one's even heard of. Um, but I'm going to read to you from his book where... In the dialogue in that book, they talk about the use, the government's use of a plague as well. Okay, so first, let's read to you from Daniel Defoe's Journal of a Plague Year. Okay, here we go. He says, It was about the beginning of September 1664 that I, among the rest of my neighbors, heard in ordinary discourse that the plague was returned again that it was, some say it was brought from Holland, some from Italy, and some from the Levant, uh, some say brought in from Turkey. It mattered not whence it came, but all agreed that it had come again. We had no such thing as printed newspapers in those days to spread rumors and reports of things, and to improve them by the invention of men, as I have lived to see practice since. But, such things were gathered from the letters of merchants and the words of correspondence abroad. But it seems that the government had a true account of it, and several councils were held about ways to use it, but all was kept 
very private. Yikes. Sound familiar? Daniel Defoe not saying that that plague wasn't real, just saying we didn't have a really good way of knowing what the truth about it was, seemed the government knew, but held these secret councils and kept it to themselves. Now, why would they do that? All right, another quote from Mr. Defoe's Journal of the Plague Year. Common people who, ignorant and stupid in their reflections as they were brutishly wicked and thoughtless before, were now led by their fright to extremes of folly. And as I have said before, they ran to conjurers and witches and all sorts of deceivers who fed their fears and kept them always alarmed and awake on purpose to delude them and pick their pockets. Well, guys, I, I think we're living this. We could say Joey Wolverton and the Journal of the Plague Year. The government knew what was what, but what happened? They just used the fear of this plague to keep people, what, running around believing this story and that story. A mask helps. A mask doesn't help. Six feet is necessary. Six feet isn't necessary. Quarantine yourself. Don't quarantine yourself. All of this, we're just doing like common, let's not be common people running around. What does he say? running around to conjurers, witches, and all sorts of deceivers who kept them alarmed on purpose to delude them and pick their pockets. All right, quickly, uh, let's go to Algernon Sydney Court Maxims, okay? Here we go. I said, here we go, and I lost the space, so just... A person of eminent quality was heard to say nothing would tame that people but a plague, and since that time no signs of commotion have been heard, but all were obedient to the king. Mm. So in this story, and I'm just going to tell it quickly because I want you guys to read it yourself, and you're like, Joey, but I can't get court maxims. That's true, but fortunately for you, uh, we're about to publish it here at Teacher of Liberty. But that's neither here nor there. Here's the thing. The discussion is, ultimately, how can you take the liberty from a people? The guy in court maxims that's talking to Sydney says, well, we found that in this particular case in Spain, the, the, ultimately the way we got the liberty of the, pe- the people to give away their liberty without a fight was to scare them with a plague. And then no one ever complained about what the king said after that. They were just obedient out of fear that they might die from the plague. Then what the other part that he says in court maxims is so applicable and so sadly applicable. So I'm going to read it to you now. He says, To effect this work of impoverishing and bringing the people low, we find it to be the king's interest to destroy trade. For there is no keeping a people low while that continues, which increases their number, riches, and strength. In other words, 
We have the plague, but we have to do more. We have to keep them from doing business. We have to stop them from doing business. Because if they're doing business and staying rich and getting stronger and more prosperous, they're eventually not going to let us take their liberty. So what do we do? We force them. We use the plague as an excuse to keep them from doing business. Does that sound familiar? All right, here's the last quote I have for you, and I don't know if you, I guess he who has ears to hear, this is from Thomas, uh, John Trenchard and Thomas Gordon. This is from Cato's letters. Now, therefore, my best friends, this is the time to help yourself. Now, Act honestly and boldly for liberty, or forget the glorious and charming sound. My best friends, I hope that we can now act boldly and glorious for liberty so that we don't forget the charming sound. Thank you. Have a good night.